0: The following is a relevant radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the donate icon at www.relevantradio.com.
1: It's June. Welcome to the month of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's June 1st, 2021. It's Tuesday of the ninth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary, and today is the Memorial of St. Justin. Born in about the year 100, he converted to Christianity after years of studying various pagan philosophies. Upon his conversion, he continued to wear the philosopher's mantle and became the first Christian philosopher. Justin is known as an apologist, one who defends in writing the Christianity against the attacks and misunderstandings of the pagans. For his staunch adherence to Christianity, Justin was beheaded in Rome in 165 A.D. St. Justin, pray for us. and we join pope francis in praying for young people who are preparing for marriage with the support of a christian community may they grow in love with generosity faithfulness and patience 10 minutes with jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a catholic priest here's today's 10 minutes with jesus my lord and my god i firmly believe that you are
2: here that you see me that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There is a moment in Jesus' life that we read about in the Gospels when the Pharisees try to make him look bad in front of the people. Well, actually, it's not just making him look bad. They want to catch him saying something incorrect. They want to catch him saying something scandalous to get him in trouble. Jesus was attracting many people. He was considered to have more authority than the Pharisees, who had always been the experts in Jewish law and many of the Pharisees were not happy with this they were not happy with all the attention with all the the followers that Jesus was getting so they would plan out tough questions that might get Jesus in trouble so in this particular instance the Pharisees approach Jesus and before they ask him that difficult question they they flatter him they say teacher we know that you are a truthful man, and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth, and you are not concerned with anyone's opinion, for you do not regard a person's status. So they, they flatter him. They say you are, you are a truthful man. You always teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Imagine if someone started off praising you in that way. You know, our 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 pride might might rise a little bit, you know, get get a bit inflated or a lot inflated. And what it does is it adds pressure to you to give an answer and to give a good answer, right? Or maybe it, it could also give you more confidence, right? But maybe getting you overconfident. Anyway, they flatter him. And then here comes the question. Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? The emperor being the Roman emperor, and this is a tricky question. This is a very tricky question. Jesus, this is not just an a study of scripture. This is this is a conversation, is a time of prayer that we're having with you. And they came to you, and they asked you a tough question. They're trying to corner you. Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? If Jesus says that it is lawful to pay the tribute, then he could be seen as being a collaborator with the roman occupiers right because the romans are they they have conquered they they they're occupying that land now if he says that the tribute is not legitimate then he risks being branded as a political criminal you know and they could they could they could go to the romans and say he is he's is, He's stirring up the people, right? So, really, with either answer, Jesus could be getting into some serious trouble. Lord, they thought that they had you cornered. But, of course, trying to corner Jesus, the Son of God, is is usually not a good idea. (laughs) So, Jesus, what he does is he asks them, A coin and he asked for a denarius, and he says, Whose image is on it? And the answer is Caesar's. And so Jesus replies to them, saying, Repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. Now, there's a lot there that we could talk about, but but he stumps them, right? We read in the Gospels. They were utterly amazed at him. Right? Give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and give to God what is God's. They were utterly amazed at him. There's, there's this amazement that being in awe of God, being in awe of Jesus. Jesus, we come to this time of prayer to learn from you, to, to contemplate you, to be in awe of you. To be in awe of Jesus, the all-powerful creator of the world. Who has come down to our level in that he has taken on human nature he's the creator of the world and he's my friend and he's my savior and he's the true son of god now i want to continue reflecting on and praying about being in awe of god but before i do so i want to go back to the coin for a moment the denarius there's something very significant here This denarius this coin had the profile of the face of the emperor in fact we still have this coin you can you can look it up online and and you can see pictures of it and the inscription on the coin reads caesar augustus tiberius son of the divine augustus and this is very interesting son of the divine augustus augustus had been divinized. He was considered to be a god. And his son, Tiberius, okay, is thus the son of the divine, or the son of God. So, the coin has the image of someone, Tiberius, who claims to be the son of God. And that coin is being handed over to the actual son of God. Right? An amazing thing, you know. Um it really we can just be in awe the lord gosh you, you you think of everything jesus you take care of all the details i, I think in the scene it's 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 god having a little fun too you know <laughs> not just a coincidence right he did that on purpose and that's something worth being in awe of 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 of, kind of growing in that wonder of god how great is our God that even thinks of those details, you know? Am I in wonder when I contemplate God's kindness to me? When I reflect on your desire, Jesus, to teach, to understand, to cure, to forgive. Jesus, you do it over and over and over again. We we observe creation, how beautiful creation is. To be in awe of, of the the great magnitude how big you know the mountains are or um but but also how how and all the tiny tiny little details microscopic details lord you make the sun come up over and over and over again and you do it for me and you do it for each person jesus you've placed people by my side who have helped me who pray for me over and over again many times in my life Thank you, Lord. You are so great. Let's foster this desire to grow in, in awe of God. How great is our God? How awesome is our God? Once I was talking to somebody who had had a big conversion in his life. He had grown up in a very difficult situation, surrounded by lots of violence. And so had, um, had, had done terrible acts of violence himself. Um, and there was a moment in his life, a very special, concrete moment, in which, in which God gave him a very special grace. And there was an instantaneous conversion where he became aware of how much God actually loved him. And God forgave him, always forgives him, but forgave him for what he had done. And he had done some terrible things. And his heart was changed in an instant. And he fell in love with God. He fell in love with you, Jesus. And he understood that you have come to save him, that you've come to save each one of us. And this person I was talking to, he he expressed this great burning desire to worship God, to see him more clearly, to understand him more deeply, and to be in wonder, to be in awe, and in fact, that's what you and I are called to do in heaven forever. And we can do it here too. And so, may we always grow in, in awe of our awesome God. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian
1: Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RolephantRadio.com and on the Rolephant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour. We'll begin this day of prayer in just a minute on Daybreak on Rolephant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. <music> On the Memorial of St. Justin, welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sodic. We join the whole church in prayer now as we begin the liturgical day led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your your praise. praise.
3: Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, Come, let let us us worship worship Christ, Christ, the the King King of of martyrs.
4: The Lord is God, the mighty God
3: Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Today,
4: listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me although they had seen all of my works. Come, Come, let let us worship worship Christ, Christ, the the King
3: King of Martyrs. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, They shall not enter into my rest. Come, Come, let let us worship worship Christ, Christ, the the King King of of martyrs.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit,
3: as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen.
6: Come, let us
3: worship Christ, the King of martyrs.
6: The Lord is just. He will defend the poor.
3: The Lord is just. He will defend
5: the poor.
7: Lord, why do you stand afar off and hide yourself in times of distress? The poor man is devoured by the pride of the wicked, he is caught in the schemes that others have made. For the wicked man boasts of his heart's desires, the covetous blasphemes and spurns the Lord. In his pride the wicked says, He will not punish, there is no God. Such are his thoughts. His path is ever untroubled, your judgment is far from his mind. His enemies regard him with contempt. He thinks, never shall I falter, misfortune shall never be my lot. His mouth is full of cursing, guile, oppression, mischief, and deceit under his tongue. He lies in wait among the reeds, the innocent he murders in secret. His eyes are on the watch for the helpless man. He lurks in hiding like a lion in his lair. He lurks in hiding to seize the poor. He seizes the poor man and drags him away. He crouches, preparing to spring, and the helpless fall beneath his strength. He thinks in his heart, God forgets, he hides his face, he does not see. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
8: As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever.
5: Amen.
6: The Lord is just. He He will will defend defend the the poor. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Lord, Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Arise then, Lord, lift up your hand. O God, do not forget the poor. Why should the wicked spurn the Lord and think in his heart, He will not punish? But you have seen the trouble and sorrow. You knowed it. You take it in hand. The helpless trusts himself to you, for you are the helper of the orphan. Break the power of the wicked and the sinner, punish his wickedness till nothing remains. The Lord is king forever and ever. The heathen shall perish from the land he rules. Lord, you hear the prayer of the poor, you strengthen their hearts. You turn your ear to protect the rights of the orphan and oppressed, so that mortal man may strike terror no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning,
5: beginning, is now, and now, and and will be forever. Amen.
9: Let us pray. Rise up, Lord, in defense of your people. Do not hide your face from our troubles. Father of orphans, Wealth of the poor, we rejoice in making you known. May we find comfort and security in times of pain and anxiety.
5: Lord, you You know know the burden burden of my sorrow.
6: The words of the Lord are true, like silver from the furnace. The The words of the Lord Lord are true, like silver from from the furnace.
7: Help, O Lord, for good men have vanished truth has gone from the sons of men. Falsehood they speak one to another, with lying lips, with a false heart. May the Lord destroy all lying lips, the tongue that speaks high-sounding words, those who say, Our tongue is our strength, our lips are our own, who is our master? For the poor who are oppressed and the needy who groan, I myself will arise, says the Lord. I will grant them the salvation for which they thirst. The words of the Lord are words without alloy, silver from the furnace, seven times refined. It is you, O Lord, who will take us in your care and protect us forever from this generation. See how the wicked prowl on every side while the worthless are prized highly by the sons of men. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Your light is true light, Lord, and your truth shines like the day. Direct us to salvation through your life-giving words. May we be saved by always embracing your word. The The words of the Lord Lord are true, like
10: like silver from from the furnace. I have known tribulations and distress.
9: But But in in your your commands commands I have have found
10: found consolation. consolation.
7: From the Book of Job Job said, I have made an agreement with my eyes, and entertained no thoughts against a maiden. But what is man's lot from God above? His inheritance from the Almighty on high. Is it not calamity for the unrighteous and woe for evildoers? Does he not see my ways and number all my steps? Let God weigh me in the scales of justice. Thus will he know my innocence. If I have walked in falsehood and my foot has hastened to deceit, if my steps have turned out of the way and my heart has followed my eyes, Or any stain clings to my hands. Then may I sow, but another eat of it, or may my planting be rooted up. Had I refused justice to my manservant or to my maid, when they had a claim against me, what then should I do when God rose up? What could I answer when he demanded an account? Did not he who made me in the womb make him? Did not the same one fashion us before our birth? If I have denied anything to the poor, or allowed the eyes of the widow to languish while I ate my portion alone, with no share in it for the fatherless, though like a father God has reared me from my youth, guiding me even from my mother's womb. If I have seen a wanderer without clothing, or a poor man without covering, whose limbs have not blessed me when warmed with the fleece of my sheep, if I have raised my hand against the innocent because I saw that I had supporters at the gate, then may my arm fall from the shoulder, my forearm be broken at the elbow, for the dread of God will be upon me, and his majesty will overpower me. Oh, that I had one to hear my case, and that my accuser would write out his indictment, Surely I should wear it on my shoulder, or put it on me like a diadem. Of all my steps I should give him an account, like a prince I should present myself before him.
8: Does not calamity befall the wicked, and disaster the evildoers? The The eyes of the the Lord Lord are everywhere, everywhere, observing observing the the evil and the good. Does he not see my ways, and count all my steps? The The eyes eyes of the Lord are everywhere,
0: everywhere, observing observing the the evil and the good. A reading from the Acts of the Martyrdom of St. Justin and his companion saints. The saints were seized and brought before the prefect of Rome, whose name was Rusticus. As they stood before the judgment seat, Rusticus the prefect said to Justin, Above all, have faith in the gods and obey the emperor. Justin said, We cannot be accused or condemned for obeying the commands of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Rusticus said, What system of teaching do you profess? Justin said, I have tried to learn about every system, but I have accepted the true doctrines of the Christians, though these are not approved by those who are held fast by error. The Prefect Rusticus said, Are those doctrines approved by you, wretch that you are? Justin said, Yes, for I follow them with their correct teaching. The Prefect Rusticus said, What sort of teaching is that? Justin said, Worship the God of the Christians. We hold him to be from the beginning the one creator and maker of the whole creation, of things seen and things unseen. We worship also the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. He was foretold by the prophets as the future herald of salvation for the human race, and the teacher of distinguished disciples. For myself, since I am a human being, I consider that what I say is insignificant in comparison with His infinite Godhead. I acknowledge the existence of a prophetic power, for the one I have just spoken of as the Son of God was the subject of prophecy. I know that the prophets were inspired from above when they spoke of his coming among men. Rusticus said, You are a Christian then. Justin said, Yes, I am a Christian. The prefect said to Justin, You are called a learned man, and think you know what is true teaching. Listen, if you were scourged and beheaded, are you convinced that you would go up to heaven? Justin said, I hope that I shall enter God's house, if I suffer in that way, for I know that God's favor is stored up until the end of the whole world, for all who have lived good lives. The Prefect Rusticus said, Do you have an idea that you will go up to heaven to receive some suitable rewards? Justin said, It is not an idea that I have. It is something I know well and hold to be most certain. The Prefect Rusticus said, Now let us come to the point at issue, which is necessary and urgent. Gather round then, and with one accord offer sacrifice to the gods. Justin said, No one who is right-thinking stoops from true worship to false worship. The Prefect Rusticus said, If you do not do as you are commanded, you will be tortured without mercy. Justin said, We hope to suffer torment for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ, and so be saved. For this will bring us salvation and confidence, as we stand before the more terrible and universal judgment seat of our Lord and Savior. In the same way, the other martyrs also said, Do what you will. We are Christians we do not offer sacrifice to idols. The prefect Rusticus pronounced sentence, saying, Let those who have refused to sacrifice to the gods, and to obey the command of the emperor, be scourged and led away to suffer capital punishment according to the ruling of the laws. Glorifying God, the holy martyrs went out to the accustomed place. They were beheaded, and so fulfilled their witness of martyrdom in confessing their faith in their Savior. I have preached faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, and now I fear no danger. I do not not count count my my life life more precious precious than my work, which which is is to finish my course, the task of preaching and proclaiming the good news
9: of God's grace.
0: I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is God's power at work, bringing salvation to all who believe in it, Jew first and then Greek. I I do not count my my life more precious than my work, which is is to finish my course,
9: the task of preaching and proclaiming proclaiming the good news of God's grace. Let us pray. O God, who through the folly of the cross wondrously taught St. Justin the martyr the surpassing knowledge of Jesus Christ. Grant us, through his intercession, that, having rejected deception and error, we may become steadfast in the faith. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever.
1: Amen. 25 minutes before the hour, today's Gospel is coming right up. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app, I'm Paul Sadiq. It's interesting to me how the Pharisees would come up to Jesus and flatter him, and then try to toss him a trick question. Today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, is from the 12th chapter of the Gospel of Mark. And they sent to him some of the Pharisees and some of the Herodians to entrap him in his talk. Teacher, we know that you are true and care for no man, for you do not regard the position of men, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? But knowing their hypocrisy, Jesus said to them, Why put me to the test? Bring me a coin and let me look at it. Whose likeness and inscription is this? Caesar's. Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's. And to God the things that are God's. And they were amazed at him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. All of the daily mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Now, it's true that we are in the world, but not of the world. At least it should be true. But being in the world, we still have some duties and responsibilities along with our rights. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3 Ordinary Time. The Gospel of today's Mass tells how some Pharisees came to Jesus and tried to catch him out in his speech so that they might bring an accusation against him. With this end in view, they asked him maliciously whether it is lawful to pay the tribute to Caesar or not. They were referring to the tax that all Jews had to pay to Rome and which reminded them of their dependence on a foreign power. It was not a very hefty amount. But it presented them with a problem of both a political and a moral nature. The Jews were divided among themselves as to its binding force, and now they wanted to see Jesus taking sides, letting everybody know whether he was in favor of this Roman tax or against it. Teacher, they said, is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? If our Lord were to say yes, they would be able to accuse him of recommending collaboration with the Roman power, a foreign denomination which the Jews hated because it was imposed on them by an invading force. If he answered no, they would be able to accuse him of rebelliousness against Pilate, the Roman authority. To come down either in favor of the tax or against it would mean, after all, That he would be telling them whether he approved of or rejected the lawfulness of the politico-social situation in which the jewish people found themselves whatever he said he would appear either to sympathize and collaborate with the occupying power or to encourage the latent rebelliousness of the jews that was never very far from the surface later on they were to bring an accusation against him saying with a falseness that would only be too obvious We found this man perverting our nation and forbidding us to give tribute to Caesar. On this occasion, Jesus, who knew the hypocrisy of their question, said to them, Bring me a coin, and let me look at it. Whose likeness and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. And Jesus amazed them by the simplicity and trenchant profundity of his answer, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. Jesus does not evade the question, but by his answer expresses it in its true terms. The state should not elevate itself to the divine level, and the church should not take sides in temporal affairs which are constantly changing and which are of no more than relative importance. By replying as he did, he showed his opposition as much to the Pharisees' widespread error of the day about a messianic mission that was political as he did to the error of the Roman states, or of any states interfering in religious matters. By his answer, our Lord clearly established two separate and distinct spheres of competence, the political community and the church, are autonomous and independent of each other in their own fields. Nevertheless, both are devoted to the personal vocation of man, though under different titles. The Church, as such, has not been given the mission of finding specific solutions for temporal matters. In this way, she follows Christ, who by declaring that his kingship is not from this world, expressly refused to be constituted judge in the realm of earthly affairs. As Christians, therefore, we must never fall into the mistake that Christ himself was so careful to avoid of uniting the gospel message which is universal to a particular political system, Caesar. That is to say, we must avoid any situation where those who cannot give wholehearted allegiance to a particular system or party or to Caesar may be obliged to experience understandable difficulties in accepting a message which has as its ultimate end eternal life. The Church's mission, which continues throughout time, the redemptive work of Jesus Christ, is one of leading men to their supernatural and eternal destiny. Her just and necessary concern with problems that pertain to human society is derived from her spiritual mission and must stay within the bounds of that mission. It is for us Christians placed in the very center of society with all the rights and duties this brings with it to find solutions for temporal problems. We must work to form around us a world which becomes ever more human and more Christian. We must do this by being exemplary citizens who demand all their rights and equally know how to fulfill all their duties towards society. Moreover, very often the way Christians must act in public life will not be limited to the mere fulfillment of the legal norms of what is laid down by the law. The difference between the legal order and the moral criteria governing our own conduct will sometimes oblige us to go even further than the law demands or to behave in a way that differs from what is asked for by the law's strictly juridical criteria. Such occasions might arise, for example, in the case of excessively low wages or unjust situations which are not covered by the law. The dedication of a doctor towards his patients who need him for more hours than those strictly demanded by the rules or agreements of the hospital. Are we known at work, whatever our job may be, as people who do far more for love of God and of men than they are strictly obliged to do in terms of hours of work, dedication, interest, sincere concern for people and their problems? in conversation with god by francis fernandez is published by scepter publishers you'll find it at your local catholic bookstore 14 minutes before the hour let's continue praying as we join the whole church we're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer
9: god come
1: to my assistance
5: lord Lord, make make haste haste to help help me. me
9: glory to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever.
8: Amen. Alleluia. The man whose deeds are blameless and whose heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. The man man whose whose deeds deeds are blameless blameless and and whose whose heart heart is pure will climb the mountain of of the the Lord.
5: Lord.
6: The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its people's. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm.
10: Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor.
6: He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him, Seek the face of the God of Jacob.
10: O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of Glory.
6: Who is the King of Glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant. The Lord, the valiant in war.
10: O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of Glory.
6: Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory.
10: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit,
6: as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. King of glory, Lord of power and might, cleanse our hearts from all sin, preserve the innocence of our hands, and keep our minds from vanity so that we may deserve your blessing in your holy place.
8: The man man whose whose deeds deeds are blameless blameless and and whose heart
10: is pure
8: will climb the mountain of the Lord.
10: Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. Blessed be God who lives forever because his kingdom lasts for all ages.
8: For he scourges and then has mercy. He casts down to the depths of the nether world, and he brings up from the great abyss. No one can escape his hand.
10: Praise him, you Israelites, before the Gentiles. For though he has scattered you among them, he has shown you his greatness even there.
8: Exalt him before every living being, because he is the Lord our God, our Father and God forever.
10: He scourged you for your iniquities, but will again have mercy on you all. He will gather you from all the Gentiles among whom you have been scattered.
8: When you turn back to him with all your heart to do what is right before him, then he will turn back to you and no longer hide his face from you. So
10: now consider what he has done for you, and praise him with full voice. Bless the Lord of righteousness, and exalt the King of all the ages.
8: In the land of my exile, I praise him, and show his power and majesty to a sinful nation. Turn back, you sinners, do the right do the right before him. Perhaps he may look with favor upon you and show you mercy.
10: As for me, I exalt my God, and my spirit rejoices in the King of heaven. Let all men speak of his majesty and sing his praises in Jerusalem.
8: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Praise Praise the eternal Eternal King King in in all all your your deeds.
10: The loyal heart must praise the Lord.
6: The The
5: loyal heart must praise the Lord.
10: Lord. Ring out your joy to the Lord, O you just, for praise is fitting for loyal hearts. Give thanks to the Lord upon the harp. With a ten-string lute, sing him songs. O sing him a song that is new. Play loudly, play with all your skill, for the word of the Lord is faithful and all his works to be trusted. The Lord loves justice and right and fills the earth with his love. By his word, the heavens were made. By the breath of his mouth, all the stars. He collects the waves of the ocean. He stores up the depths of the sea. Let all the earth fear the Lord. All who live in the world revere him. He spoke and it came to be. He commanded. It sprang into being. He frustrates the designs of the nations. He defeats the plans of the peoples. His own designs shall stand forever. The plans of his heart from age to age. They are happy who God is the Lord, the people he has chosen as his own. From the heavens the Lord looks forth, he sees all the children of men. From the place where he dwells, he gazes on all the dwellers of the earth, he who shapes the hearts of them all and considers all their deeds. A king is not saved by his army. No, or, nor a warrior preserved by his strength. A vain hope for safety is the horse. Despite its power, it cannot save. The Lord looks on those who revere him, on those who hope in his love, to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. Our soul is waiting for the Lord. The Lord is our help and our shield. In him do our hearts find joy. We trust in his holy name. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit.
5: As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and 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 will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen.
10: Nourish your people, Lord, for we hunger for your word. Rescue us from the death of sin, and fill us with your mercy, that we may share your presence and the joys
5: of all the saints. The The loyal loyal heart must praise the the Lord. Lord.
8: A reading from 1 John The love of God consists in this that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. Everyone begotten of God conquers the world. And the power that conquered the world is this faith of ours. Who then is conqueror of the world? The one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. The word of the Lord.
5: Thanks Thanks be be to God. God.
8: They will be crowned with everlasting joy. Alleluia, alleluia.
5: They will
10: will be be crowned crowned with everlasting everlasting joy. Alleluia, alleluia.
8: Gladness and rejoicing will be their inheritance. Alleluia,
9: alleluia.
8: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. They will be crowned with everlasting joy.
9: Alleluia, alleluia. In every sacrifice, let us praise the Creator of all things through His Son Jesus Christ and through the Holy Spirit.
6: Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to His people and set them
8: free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of His servant David. Through His
6: holy prophets, He promised of old that He would save us from our
8: enemies Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now,
6: and will be forever.
9: Amen. Amen. In every sacrifice, let us praise the Creator of all things through His Son, Jesus Christ, and through the Holy Spirit.
10: Our Savior's faithfulness is mirrored in the fidelity of His witnesses who shed their blood for the Word of God. Let us praise Him in remembrance of them.
5: You You redeemed redeemed
10: us by by your blood. blood. Your martyrs freely embraced death in bearing witness to the faith.
8: Give us the true freedom of the Spirit, O Lord.
10: You You redeemed redeemed us us by by your your blood. blood. Your martyrs professed their faith by shedding their blood.
8: Give us a faith, O Lord, that is constant and pure. You
10: redeemed redeemed us by by your blood. Your martyrs followed in your footsteps by carrying the cross.
8: Help us to endure courageously the misfortunes of life.
10: You You redeemed redeemed us us by by your blood. Your martyrs washed their garments in the blood of the Lamb.
8: Help us to avoid the weaknesses of the flesh and worldly allurements. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your blood.
9: Remember us, Lord, when you come to your kingdom and teach us how to pray.
5: Our Father,
9: who art in heaven,
6: hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread,
8: and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us.
4: And And lead lead us not into into temptation, temptation, but but deliver deliver us from evil. evil.
9: Let us pray. O God, who through the folly of the cross wondrously taught St. Justin the Martyr the surpassing knowledge of Jesus Christ, grant us through his intercession that, having rejected deception and error, we may become steadfast in the faith. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son,
1: Morning Air with John Morales and Glenn Leverins. In just a few minutes, I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out, and make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord.
0: Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission.